Hey, and welcome to another episode of Let's Look at It This Way. Um, for this episode, I'm going to talk about something that's uh, different from the topics that I've uh, talked about previously. And it's about the news. Um, and when I say news, I basically mean oh, news relevant to what's going on. Well, you know, that is the definition. But with respect to what you read every day, topics that you're interested in, from the coronavirus to uh, legislation, law, policy, and all kinds of stuff that you sort of try and understand and interpret in your head uh, and try to understand and try to form um, a judgment out of the information that you receive on a daily basis. Um, and I've been sort of following and been a part of the industry, been a part of the journalism sector for quite a while now, editing and writing stories um, and reporting what's happening around, around me and around the national capital. And it's been disorienting to say the least, um, disillusioning, if I have to exaggerate it. But I'm not here to talk about um, why I left journalism or why I'm not a part of journalism, a part of the sector anymore. Uh, that's, that's, for, that's for another day. But what's important to point out, and what, what I wish to point out now, is that while I still consume news, I do sort of limit it to what I think is important. I think policy is important. I think legislation is important. I think uh, Supreme Court rulings are important. I think certain subject matters are important. I think healthcare education is important. And I do sort of follow these sectors and get as much information I can from reading the news but it's all it's never that simple it's, it's not always something that's um, straightforward if you if I were to objectively sort of um, judge the news or let's say if I were to uh, objectively sort of review what we call today as the newspaper uh, by which I mean if someone were to just give me this a huge piece of paper uh, magazine kind of structure uh, with information just printed on it randomly with a, a random selection of what's important, what should be on the front page and what's on the what's at the end. I'd be really uh, surprised as, as to the design of it and I'd be really uh, giving it a bad review because fundamentally, if you think of the newspaper, it isn't something that is pleasant to read. It's structured in a way that makes you feel like, well, are you feeding me information like a machine? Are you feeding me information like uh, this is something I should learn and remember? Or is this something I should use? Is it even useful? What am I to do with this information? And what is the basic design? What is the basic structure in trying to figure out what's important, figure out what should be on the front page, figure out uh, what's relevant. It's really at best disorienting 
and it's quite uh, disappointing in the way it's designed and i feel um well it's I, i don't know if there could ever be a change to that structure if we are ever going to find a newspaper that decides to completely overhaul the way it's uh, gives out information um but for me it's as i review it uh, after spending 5 years in the industry i feel like well this is a terrible way to spread information this is a terrible way to sort of give out relevant information about events about structure about policy i don't think it's, it's the best design honestly and well um but again i i don't understand why i don't understand is that there's not even discussion on this there's no editors are not sitting editors and reporters don't sit around saying hey hey let's think about how to sort of frame the story that's rarely discussed it's always about when's the next story what's the what's the big story and and that's it this this very little discussion on well you know how how do we simplify this story how do we make this uh, something that people can understand and and use honestly um there's very little information that a newspaper gives that we can use and that i feel is the fundamental issue with why a lot of people don't, don't read the news and and, and and to change that would require a complete overhaul of the way news is distributed and while all of this seems um like something that can't be changed um but what can be done is try and figure out why we are reading it um what are the sectors that we are interested in and why and sort of analyze it to our own understanding through our own understanding and try to form a story try to picture it try to visualize it in a way that we can comprehend and this is something journalists should do but unfortunately it's left to the readers to really form a narrative and then sort of decide what to do with that narrative and it's it's difficult to sort of think of a call to action from reading reports from reading the news it's it's quite difficult to imagine okay uh, i've read about uh, the healthcare sector i do uh, just as an example and i feel like out of pocket expenditure is too much private sector has completely taken over with almost no regulation and the government seems to be uh, completely apathetic towards what's happening in terms of uh, people not being able to afford healthcare uh, people not being able to afford medicines or drugs and the apathy is something that i find problematic now if that's the conclusion and that is seemingly the obvious conclusion to draw what is it that i should do should i just Uh, you know vote for a different government next time is that the only power in my hands or is there something more that i could do and that and that call to action is what's important to really look into and 
it is up to the journalist to sort of analyze the information that well they receive and sort of understand what is it that the public can do with this information but again that doesn't happen it's left to the reader and it's left to us to really understand um uh, what changes can be done should we um vote differently in the next uh, local election should we vote differently in the next state election or should we just really sort of push for a different government at the center all of these and and and, and it's not limited to just voting power it could be anything it could be asking regulators to be uh, more stringent it should be asking uh, corporations to be more accountable and of course uh, the question arises how do we do that but there are more often than not there are sort of avenues to really appeal to different uh, to different uh, government agencies to really push forward and push for something that's uh, that the public that is that the public finds relevant that the reader finds relevant and there could be you know how do i really analyze whether i should go for this protest that is a good question why should i go for a protest on a specific legislation do you think i should and 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 i think that's fine i think it's fine i mean i don't really believe it's spoon feeding because fundamentally um we live in a society where we have to fend for ourselves 24 hours a day we have a lot of things to do and to really sort of take time out and think about the news and analyze it and form a conclusion and form a call to action is really asking too much from the reader it is asking for too much um even as a journalist is sometimes hard to analyze it so to expect from a, from someone who's working a 12 hour shift to really take time out and analyze the news that's 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 a that's a tall ask that that is absolutely uh, a, not just a tall ask but not something that you should expect from a regular reader from from your from a person whose life revolves around a lot of things are not the least earning money to survive and and that's what's important to note for journalists for readers for people interested in wanting change interested in public affairs interesting interested in living in a better society thank you for listening